Here they come, your Camarda wealth leaders, slashing taxes, dominating risks, relentlessly pursuing profits, protecting your assets, and keeping you in stitches while leading to greater riches. Your Camarda wealth leaders with Johnny Hotstocks, Camarda, Sonia Embraceable U. Elia, Rob Bulmu Shevlin, also known as the financial anesthesiologist, you'll see why, and me, Jeff, I want to be a doctor, Camarda. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER, Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Let's face it, wealth matters to living a longer, better life for you and your family. Our goal is to painlessly educate you with uncommonly shrewd advice to help grow and protect your wealth. And while we aim to keep you laughing all the way to the bank, never imagine we're not dead serious about money. Jonathan Camarda is a certified private wealth advisor, certified financial planner, chartered market technician, chartered financial consultant, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified in mutual funds. Jeff is a certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant, chartered financial analyst, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified mutual funds. He's also an enrolled agent admitted to represent clients with unlimited IRS practice rights, holds a master's of science in financial services, and is a PhD student in the American College's financial and retirement planning doctoral program. Besides being Camarda's chairman and chief investment officer, Jeff is also a working research academic in Wealth Matters. The Camarda team believes deeply in financial education and expertise and is proud to have Dr. Tang Bray as our chief financial analyst, who is also a university professor and working wealth research academic. Camarda Wealth Advisor Group offers private wealth management, including no commission portfolio management through Camarda Financial Advisors and other financial services as described in our boring end of the show disclosure. Folks, welcome to yet another edition of Camarda's Wealth Education Radio here in the booth with me, Jeff. I want to be a Dr. Camarda, Sonia Embraceable You, Elia, and Rob the Sniveling Bull News uh, Financial <laughs> Anesthesiologist. Unfortunately, Rob's got a summer cold. Uh, Johnny Hotstocks is uh, en route from Alabama. He might catch the end of the show, might not. We'll have to see. Uh, and uh, it has been certainly a very interesting late summer. The markets have been uh, uh, pushed into turmoil um, as financial hurricane season has come early with the dramatic downdrafts uh, that we saw uh, the second last week of August uh, with uh, collateral damage, uh, I'm sure, continuing as we uh, we move into fall so let's talk a little bit about that the uh, you know widely viewed the market um, instability caused by Chinese uh, devaluation and other attempts to bolster their economy and manipulate their stock market Rob before the break you were about to uh, to opine on that please uh, proceed well I was uh, listening to somebody this morning who was you know, making the comment that a lot of times, you know, stock market performance in China, you know, has really been c- contrary to what the economic performance has been in China. And, you know, by significant numbers, you know, the economy might have gone down, you know, but you'd see, f- you know, pretty big swings in their markets over time, 40%, Yeah, but I mean, that, that's typical of most markets. There really isn't a very tight correlation between market performance and economic activity. In fact, I remember mm-hmm. when I was, I was a wee, uh, a wee 
young financial planner just uh, matriculating from my first destination, my CFP studies back in the early 90s, learning that uh, markets are uh, tend to be a leading indicator of the economy. They go up before the market really you know, gets in full gear, and they start to falter while economic activity is still robust. And we may be seeing the first hint of that now, but we'll more on that later. So I'm not sure that, um, that we can expect a direct relationship but I think it's widely viewed that, that Chinese shares have been way overvalued, pumped up for a while. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, the, perhaps uh, um, the, that is you know, presaging you know, deeper economic trouble um, for, for China. Yeah. So what do you think about the devalue? You know, a lot of folks are concerned that China, um, the, the impact on a, of a slowing Chinese economy, now the second biggest economy in the world, which is pretty amazing, you know, coming out of nowhere 10 or 15 years ago, literally, virtually, um, that, uh, uh, that may really, you know, uh, uh, cause some contagion in the United States and in Europe. You know, and, and uh, I don't feel that way for a couple of reasons, but I'm interested in your views. Well, I think you're going to find that uh, I don't think that the, the, the devaluation of the Chinese currency is going to have that dramatic an impact on U.S. economy. I think, if anything, it's going to help uh, consumers here, you know, be able to get some lower prices. Yeah, and that's, that's an interesting point, that the, uh, um, but I've got some uh, deflation concerns. But China doesn't buy all that much from us. We buy a lot from them, and I think that's really, you know, a lot of folks kind of don't appreciate that, you know, in terms of U.S. economic output, they're a relatively small customer. So that really shouldn't matter too much. Yeah, but we do. But that trade imbalance is huge. I mean, it's what three hundred fifteen billion dollars. All right. So, mean, so, so tell me how you expect that to, to dampen U.S. U.S. economic activity. Then. Oh, I don't think. Uh, I think U.S. economic activity is going to be okay. I mean, if you really look at the businesses, you know, even though you know we've had some pretty good volatility over the last week plus, if you look at the the uh, ec- economic performance of companies. They've generally been pretty good. They're, they're very profitable. You know, it's just that we've gotten into a, a market psychology where, you know, when you don't make expecta- analyst expectations, you know, it, it causes more dramatic price shifts than we're used to seeing from years ago. Right. So the, uh, anyway, I think our consensus is that, you know, the, the Chinese uh, um, the economic and market impact uh, on U.S. and other established world markets like Europe, which is still up, you know, pretty good for the year, actually, uh, and others will be relatively muted. Um, so you think that we're, you know, looking at a bear market here? We had a very, very jolting correction. My goodness, you know, the market at one point, um, the, the Friday of the, the first week was down like a 1,000 points. Uh, it recovered before the close, but, you know, certainly if you look at the graphs in the journal, you know, that's a huge spike downward, and it did a very strong rebound uh, the week after the drop. Do um, you think we're looking at a, a, a bear market, Rob or Sonia? Uh, no, I don't. I, I mean, I think you, you can continue to see little periods of time where, you know, we'll see these drops, but I think long term, I'm still bullish. I haven't liquidated anything. If anything, I might have repositioned something that maybe I'm not happy with to see if there's something that I can improve it with. But I'm fully invested. I, but I, I do know some other clients who've taken a contrary position. But, you know, they, uh, they have, in, the, in one particular client's case, he's someone who's just had a good knack for knowing when to get in and out. Right. And he went, you know, extremely high into cash. 
Well, what uh, you know, and, and but the folks that did that really missed a huge bounce. They may have right. gotten out, but unless they deployed again, you know, at the bottom, which only lasted for maybe three days in that cycle, uh, they they missed it. And that's really the real danger is you get out at uh, when you see a drop like that, and maybe you get out at a good time, or maybe you sell at the bottom. You just never know. But but the the mentality of staying out until it goes lower, it's not having gone back up again, and that's kind of insidious. There are a lot of folks that are still out. After 2008, and they 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 missed tripling their money. What about you, Sonia? What kind of feedback are you getting from your clients in terms of of the uh, the market drop? And are we looking at the bear market? Um, overwhelming, overwhelmingly, it's actually been positive. Um, a lot of folks are trying to find ways to invest more money right now, or you know, when when the drop happened, had a couple of um, of clients who were concerned. Um, but we just talked about the short-term nature of what's happening um, and, and refocused on the longer term and seems to be going well. And we were at an event last night. and A client advisory board, you know, right. which is uh, where we have a number of our clients that, that are interested, that meet regularly and, and to t- tell us what's important to them and help us guide the organization. Right. And Jeff was a, uh, passed out a chart. I'm not sure where it came from. He can share that. But it was, it was very eye-opening to, to see the, the upward trends versus the, the um, downward trends over an extended period of time and how much bigger the ups are than the downs. Yeah, and that's, actually that's great. We're kind of running out of time in the segment, but we'll dwell on that chart, which is uh, from our friend uh, Rick Edelman at Edelman Financial. Uh, that really, I thought, captures, Rob, thanks very much for fishing that out of the, uh, the matrix of information on the Internet. Uh, but it really captures, I think, uh, very eloquently and very simply, you know, the importance of, of, uh, um, the, 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 of what to do in times like this and, and putting things in perspective. So well, we'll talk about that. We also, you know, it's important that and one of the things that I really, really resonated with me is uh, when the market started to show instability, um, we uh, crafted and sent out a, uh, a market evaluation report that day, which went out that Friday, you know, in terms of both our near-term and long-term expectations. And then again, a few days later, as people really were getting concerned uh, about, you know, about what our position was. And that, that gave them an enormous amount of comfort, don't you think? That really, because um, people are, it's only natural to be nervous and, and, and anxious during times like this. Uh, but to uh, to appreciate that somebody's watching and somebody cares about them and has some inkling of what's going on and what they should do, uh, see, they seem to be really important to them. Is that your sense, Anya? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's important to have an advisor who's not just there to brag about the good times but to help hold your hand through the, the difficult times. Um, it's much more appreciated. But I, I tell you, now we, and we're going to be spending most of the show talking about the, the market in turmoil, what you should do, some of the dangers and pitfalls that you might want to uh, be aware of yourself. And uh, um, if you haven't got your copy yet of our brand new report, The Nine Biggest Dangers Facing Today's Investor and How to Avoid Them, if you are you know, potentially uh, uh, exposed to, uh, um, to severe correction declines or a bear market in some of the things that you're investing in, where maybe the market in general recovers, but you're concentrated in one particular type of investment that, uh, um, that may not recover or bounce as strongly. Uh, this report will help you to find out and take remedial action, perhaps before it's too late. You can get your free copy, no cost, no obligation. Call us, 
800-262-1083. That's 800-262-1083. More on the markets in turmoil as we face the fall. Stay with your Camarda Wealth Leaders here on Wealth Education Radio. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. This show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions or to request free white papers or other educational materials or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matter, call us at 888-CAMARDA. Write it down, folks. 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Charlie Alpha, Mike Alpha, Romeo, Delta Alpha, 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. Camarda Wealth offers complimentary, that's free folks, portfolio reviews to listeners. Get us your statements and we will thoroughly examine your portfolio, give you opinions on the risk and quality of each position you own, as well as how wisely we believe the whole thing holds together and how efficiently it addresses your needs and goals. At the same time, we'll also opine on how protected your assets are from financial predators, your estate plan, tax savings opportunities, and other ways we can think that you can cut risk, avoid probate, save money, and just plain get richer faster. Did I mention this service was free? Just call us at 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, 888-CAMARDA, to set up your free portfolio review now. Folks, you're back with your Camarda Wealth Education Leaders, and uh, Johnny Hotstocks has emerged from the Alabanian uh, mists and is here uh, at the table at, in the booth with us. So getting into, hello, Jonathan, welcome back to Jacksonville. War Eagle, roll tide. There sure is good people in Alabama, but I uh, know you'll be happy to be back in Florida. Pretty scenery. So the uh, um, we're talking about this chart, uh, which was published by our friend Rick Edelman of Edelman Financial uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, that really put a point on bear markets and corrections and that uh, um, helps to keep in perspective, which, as we mentioned in the previous segment, uh, brought an awful lot of comfort and understanding uh, to our client advisory board participants last night. So this chart goes back to 1949, um, and uh, we'll have to walk you through it here on the radio. Uh, but the but it shows the the magnitude of bull markets and then the uh, the magnitude of bear markets. So beginning with the first one, uh, which is uh, post World War II, uh, from the 1949 to 56, 86 months, the market went up 267 percent. Really, a, a major surge over that period. The, the correction that followed, which lasted 35 months and long enough to really scare the bejesus that a lot of folks, was only down 14%, though. So up 267, down 14%. The bull market that followed that from uh, two months before I was born in 1957 uh, to, to uh, the end of 59, 22 months went up 56%. And then the decline that followed uh, was down 14%. Uh, it lasted till uh, 62, I guess, uh, midway through the Kennedy administration. Then followed by a bull market from 62 to 66, up 80%, a down leg of 22%, and so on. Now, we're not going to take you entirely through the balance of the 20th century here, but it's important that pattern repeats every period on this chart. Most recently, uh, the, uh, the strong surge that we had uh, in the early uh, um, the 2000s from October of 2002, through the market peak in October of 07, 60 months, up 100%, just about 99%, followed by a decline of 49%, um, and uh, I'm sorry, a decline of 52%, 
which was the uh, that vicious Great Recession uh, the strike of doom uh, uh, bear market from 07 to the bottom in March of 09, down 52%. Certainly very um, uh, uh, jolting and scary, but then followed by the current bull market, made that bull continue, from March of 09 through September of 2014, uh, up 170%, just about, and higher still post-September uh, 14. So it really helps to put stuff in perspective. And while near-term cycles uh, certainly are playable, uh, if you're adept enough, the long-term picture has been very supportive of just riding this stuff out uh, so you don't miss the next wave. And you were, I think, before the break, uh, Rob, you were about you were going in this direction. So, would you care to take up the discussion? Well, you know, this is a fascinating chart. I mean, it just it just shows you that, you know, again, timing timing the market is extremely difficult. And if you've stayed invested and you've got, again, if you're, you know, could this could you imagine if you were just in index funds most of the time and you followed this? Mm-hmm. You know, you had the ups and the downs, um, but if you also had funds that were outperforming, you could do even better, you know, than this. And that's why it kind of reemphasizes the point we made last week. The, you know, your ability as a stock picker, you know, makes a significant difference uh, to the results that you get. Certainly can, you know, increase the returns in a, in yeah. a, in a, uh, a bull market and, and, and uh, swage the losses in, in a bear market. But again, this, you know, this is, you know, most of us as, as professionals – know this intuitively um, and through education is looking at charts and that information is in every long-term stock chart mm-hmm. um, but this really puts a point on it to make it obvious to and I, I, I think it's just brilliant that Rick put it, put it together this way it makes the point to uh, the, the casual investor that gee whiz look how much higher those spikes are because if you look oh, at yeah. the mountain chart going up and down and up and down you know it's mm-hmm. easy to kind of get lost in the valleys uh, but uh, I thought this was very uh, very helpful Sonia, have you uh, um, uh, uh, gotten much feedback? I know that this just went out a couple of weeks ago to clients, and we had a discussion last night. Uh, what's uh, what's your take on this? Um, well, actually, I think that this went a, a long way in soothing some nerves for the for this time period when it went out. Um, some of the folks that I spoke to last night um, were they actually were not at the top of my call list when I was making mm-hmm. calls out earlier in the week. Um, and they and you know they joked about oh you notice you didn't get a call from me I'm not worried about it so um, it, and, you know it was reassuring to me too. <laughs> well, I think you know that that's really so critically important is managing expectations of ourselves as advisors <coughs> and as clients and investors in general. You know that it's going to go up and down, and the the bear markets are <coughs> as uh, are, are necessary to the bull markets. Now, Jonathan, your your take is a little bit different as a technician. And I think that uh, um, you'd agree that while there are cyclical opportunities to exploit in individual securities and in markets, generally um, over time the trend is upward and uh, and this is something that most people can take comfort in. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, good. It's so. I think he's still asleep this morning. It's so nice to have you back from Alabama, Jonathan. I tell you, the uh, absolutely the show was almost completely silent without. Um, well, I was just going to say I was going to make a point to reiterate what uh, Sonny said. I sent uh, a couple of things out to some clients over the last few days, and I kept waiting for them, uh, you know, 
to see if they had any feedback. And I think the feedback was, you know, this is very reassuring. I don't really need to, you know, I, I like the way I'm positioned. I'm not going to worry about it right now. The uh, um, and you know what that that's you know we sent the email out to clients and, and I said that the recent global sell-off is is has brought anxiety to investors of every stripe, uh, <coughs> but it really is important to keep this event in context. It, certainly, it's a disturbing drop. Drops like this are always disturbing as we see our wealth appear to evaporate. But no, it's not the end of the world. It's not the beginning of another major recession. Uh, things are too good in the U.S. as well talk about later in the show. It's not even the beginning of, of a bear market, market corrections, and, and this one uh, was long overdue and certainly qualifies as a correction and may continue through the fall. Um, the, 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 you know, these, these periods of un- instability and volatility are, are unpredictable. But they're as normal and as necessary as the market surges that, that bring the profits that we all invest for. You know, the Edelman chart um, that really helps to put things in, uh, um, in context. And, and I think that most folks on reflection will agree that the strong market upsurges, uh, which far outweigh the downdrafts uh, and the pain of those and the emotional uh, toil, uh, or rather uh, 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 toll, is a small price to pay for the profit potential. And in this, in this economy, there really ain't many other places to go to make any money still. Now, and also, as a friends at Goldman Sachs commented uh, late in August, uh, the, the market, this market really seems to have more in common with the emerging market crisis-driven market of 1998 uh, than with the drop of uh, 2008. Um, and remember that the 98 market was followed by a very, very strong surge, very, very strong surge, lasting well into 2000. Um, uh, so while a bear market will eventually come, no question, they, they, there's no quite bad question about that. The only question is when and how severe and how long it'll last. I think it'll be but a, another cyclical interruption, which is a short-term, uh, cyclical market is a short-term, in a long secular or long-term bull market that I expect to carry us into the 20s and possibly uh, beyond. But I don't think this is the bear market, and I suggest that you stand pat and, uh, and buy more if you can while stocks are still on sale. So uh, to, to wrap this up, uh, our friend uh, Jason uh, Zewig at the Wall Street Journal uh, in August uh, had a couple of important points for investors. And the first one was, don't panic. You know, surges like this, and I got a call from a very close client who shall rename nameless, um, you know, freaking out uh, and wanting to sell and, and just really getting caught up in the anxiety and the fear of it. And it took me a little while to talk him off the ledge. And, and it, uh, we didn't get many calls like that. But, you know, he's uh, pushing 90 years old and, and, and uh, 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 maybe more reactive. But the important thing is don't panic. You want to make sure that you make rational decisions and putting things in context like this Edelman graph really, really does a spectacular job. I've called us, by the way, if you'd like a copy, we'll get you a link to, uh, uh, to Eric's site where you can look at the chart. Very, very useful. Call us at 800-262-1083 if you'd like that link, 800-262-1083. It really helps to put things in context. We're banging up against the end of the segment. Folks, stay with your Camargo Wealth Leaders here on Wealth Education Radio. We'll be back in uh, just about 60 seconds. Or so they tell me. Stay with us. You're listening to the Camarda Brothers plus the Antler and Rob on WER Wealth Education Radio. Better planning, better wealth. Better wealth, better life. 
Tell your friends about the Camarda Wealth Leaders right here on this station. This show is recorded, but you have questions to be answered privately or on the air if you wish or want free reports or other educational materials. Uh, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A.